Welcome to Talking Not Ranting. My name is Alistair Field. And I'm Greg Smith. Welcome to our current topic series, The Struggle to Be a Good Manager. And today our episode is entitled, Just Missed. Let's set the stage uh, for those of you new to our podcast. Greg and I have been friends for a very long time, and we just came out of a, a pre-production meeting, and uh, I think we're both a little low in energy today, but uh, looking forward to a good conversation. Yeah, it's just been busy. Uh, you know, I think this is one of the things we're excited about, you know, this post, uh, 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 or a light at the end of the tunnel, I would say. I think people are starting to feel hopeful, and therefore other stuff is getting busy again. So, uh, I mean, that's a great news, and in uh, Canada, it's, it's also nice and warm and sunny, which is uh, uh, sunny, warmer than normal. So those things, I think, um, uh, have kept us really busy. Absolutely. Uh, so both Greg and I have been managers for a very long time. We've both benefited from other people assisting us in our management development. In every episode, we're going to discuss a situation where we and others have missed the mark. We're going to start at perspective of the employee, then move on to the manager. We're going to discuss how we have observed others deal with these situations uh, as a learning uh, example, a learning plan, and uh, we're always going to have an underlying theme of a, a good discussion. So today's episode is just missed. You're working along and uh, maybe it's a fluid situation or dealing with the realities of working remote because of COVID-19 and you experience some or all of the following. Your boss discusses something and he thought you had already had a conversation about it. You were talking to your boss about something that you thought you'd already had a conversation about. One of your workmates starts talking about something and assumes the boss has already spoken to you about it. You're sitting in a meeting, remote or otherwise, and you realize you have missed a preliminary email, document, or discussion. You feel like you have just missed something all the time. So Greg, how do you think this affects our relationships and the work environment? Well, I think like any of them, uh, the most common theme we talked about is the lowering of trust, sometimes lowering of confidence, um, that disconnection that someone feels. And I think this, this topic in particular is really interesting because there are so many moving pieces in our world today, especially in COVID. Uh, the fact that we're remote and we have these different meetings, different types of communications. Is it on the phone? Is it, is it on Zoom? Is it on Teams? Um, also, I think that um, working at home hasn't necessarily been easier. It's actually, I'm finding the load uh, for folks that are working remotely can be intense because you go from meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting. So even if you were provided some of the things you talked about, sometimes you forget because you're just trying to keep track of what call am I on? What day is it? And uh, who am I? So all these things kind of add into this pressure. So even where there's not a bad intention of forgetting to tell, forgetting to share, sometimes it's just, I didn't remember because I'm overloaded with so much going on. But all of that leads to um, inefficiencies, uh, some lowering of trust and uh, confusion at best. And, and churn sometimes because I, if, if I start to uh, get that self-critic going in my head as to am I being left out, are they skipping me, blah, 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 that can also add to it. So it's very confusing time and uh, uh, what may just be unintentional uh, misses can result in significant disconnect. 
And I think one of the aspects of working remotely is you lose those visual clues of the office. So you walk by somebody's office, you go, oh, I sent that email out. I need to uh, send that out to Greg. Mm. Or you walk by a board and there's points up there. I went, oh yeah, I forgot. I, I need to supply the team uh, some briefing points before that next meeting. And all those things that kind of fall into your routine, it's those visual cues, or maybe you walk by somebody or you walk by a, a, another team and you go, oh, that other team. Yeah, I forgot to include them on that. So I, I think it becomes, you know, people are, are in their own little world and they lose all those visual clues, the kind of the environmental things, which uh, I don't know about you, Greg, but um, those types of things really do uh, remind me uh, that I need to do certain things and talk to certain people. And even something as you know, benign as going for a coffee, I end up walking back and I see a couple of people. I go, oh yeah, I need to talk to them before that meeting so we can get our act together and, and you know, come to some kind of consensus on how we're going to approach the issue so that we don't waste an hour just figuring out what, out what each other thinks rather than come up with a solution. So I, I think, you know, working remote really takes a lot of that away and it takes a lot more organization and lists. But even that, you know, you're in your own little bubble, kind of isolated. And as much as you try to reach out, things are going to be missed and people are, you're going to miss people or they're going to miss you. Yeah. You know what? That really, really does resonate. And I will probably talk about it, but that organization, I think, and having some frameworks as a leader as to capturing follow-ups and all those things, I think are good, are good, are really important to help ensure that things aren't missed. And sometimes they're a little clunky at the beginning, but it allows you to, it's like habit, allows you to be in routines. And um, I know there's things that, that I've put into place uh, that are helping me, but it still can be a challenge. Yeah, and I think the only downside of that is we're inundated now because we're remote with uh, texts, you know, emails, whatever other platforms you're using to communicate, then it becomes a discussion about, are we being overwhelmed by messages? So I think, you know, it's taking perspective, having a balance, making sure the right things get communicated and people feel open to reaching out and stuff like that. You know, some of the things that we're going to discuss this afternoon. I love that because I, I find it true for me because sometimes I'll think, okay, did, uh, did you send me a text on that one? Did you send me an email on that one? Uh, was that a voicemail? Uh, was that through one of our shared uh, learning platforms? And the problem is you don't know where it was. And in the moment, you're just thinking, oh, I got to send Alistair that note. Whatever I go to first, and if there isn't a consistent aligned process around how we communicate, it could be anywhere. So talk about inefficiencies. I'm going on my text first, then I'm going on my email, then I'm going on the shared platform to say, I know something was there, but I don't know where it is. Well, that happened to us this week because uh, you and I discussed, uh, you were reviewing uh, one of our episodes that had been uh, gone through post-production. And uh, I think I'd sent you a message last week saying, you know, here, review this, let me know. And I'm pretty sure you'd sent me a message back, but I, I was kind of panicking a couple of days ago. Listen, we're kind of running out of time. And did I hear from him? And I had, but I had erased the emails. A matter of fact, I'm not even sure how we communicate. I, don't, I can't remember whether it was by text or email, but even within our own little two-person production here, you know, there's a bit of a snafu when I couldn't remember right. whether we talked or not. And then I thought, maybe he did already approve this, but like, you know, we've done dozens and dozens of podcasts. So to me, it could have been anything. So I had to reach out to you, but I'm pretty sure you had approved it. I just, I went looking for the message and I couldn't find it. 
Yeah, so imagine that and multiply it by the complexities of a workplace uh, and and life. Uh, so, yeah. Cool, cool. So uh, what are some common sense things as a manager to help deal with this situation? And the first one we have here is uh, kind of falls into what we've been talking about. Keep up the communications. Hmm. I don't know if we've got it earlier on, but I always add this one. And that is be clear on how you're going to communicate and with whom you kind of going back to what we just talked about. Right. So uh, definitely it's the quantity and the quality and the uh, clarity around how we're going to do it. Um, is so important in communication. So I would agree, keep it up and also just align, you know, like, hey, here's, we're gonna use this. This is how for this project we're gonna use, you know, so it is more effective. Um, so uh, have that alignment up front can save you tons of time. And don't assume everyone is up to date. Take extra steps to ensure everyone has any preliminary documents or is aware of any preliminary discussions. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like this one and um, it, it is also important to understand who needs to be up to date, um, what they need to have uh, and, um, and when they need to have it. Uh, because sometimes when we, I've seen areas where people overdo things and they send it to everybody. And I would probably assume in most cases, if you over communicate, it's better than under communicating it and, and or under under provisioning of documents and supporting discussions is better to overdo that uh, amongst the group. So um, also think it's interesting as a manager, making sure that you know your people and understand what they need. Because you know what, if, if I send one person just all of the raw data and they're not someone who really is good at going into big data, um, that's going to bury them. So as a leader, you can really play a powerful role in making sure that they have the right stuff they need in order to contribute to whatever they need to contribute to. I love the proactive nature of this suggestion. Mm. And if there have been any preliminary discussions, let everybody know, recap those discussions and the purpose of those preliminary discussions and why and with whom those discussions took place. I, I love it in a meeting where uh, an issue will come up and uh, whoever's tabling can say, listen, just to let you know, Greg and I had a side conversation about this because we were worried about uh, the resource side of it right off the bat. So we've had a brief conversation just to see uh, because we're going to be the two contributing parties in this, whether we each had uh, resources to do this. So just to let you know, that part of the conversation is already taking place. This is why, and this is what we uh, came up with. So now we can move forward with the main conversation. I love that, you know, that, and I'm not a process oriented guy, right? I'm more of a fluid guy, you know. Uh, really? Really? Is that yeah. true? Okay. Surprise. Uh, but I do know the value of it. So um, I've got a couple projects that I'm working on right now that we have a, a weekly check-in. And she, to this point, we start that check-in with regarding what was completed since the last time, what news come up that not everybody might be aware of that, that we need to take into consideration, uh, what are those updates and what do we need to do next? So having a, a simple framework to check in, to build upon, to level set where we are is, is so helpful uh, and, uh, and to, to help, help you be more effective in both the project, but create that greater awareness. Don't assume that people don't know. And if it's just kind of the, 
the common theme, it moves really fast and uh, allows that, that um, consistency and baseline to occur. And in any uh, pre-emails or invitations, make sure that all relevant documents are attached. Uh, different people look at things at different times and uh, the more time you can give people to uh, work it into their schedule. Uh, and you know, we all have, you know, you've mentioned it, we all have different uh, abilities to absorb material and some people can just read it five minutes before other people take uh, some serious time to look at things, but uh, by giving people the material as soon as possible, uh, keeps it front of mind with them and gives them the time to absorb it and, and develop what their position or ideas are around it. And again, consistency and awareness. So say, as an example, I'll just say, if someone had a uh, certain script uh, and they wanted to send it out ahead of time, and normally they send it in emails, and then they thought it would be a good idea of attaching it to an, an invite, which I think is really good. Um, but having a <laughs> just kidding, having a consistent, but but uh, it doesn't matter what it is. But having a consistent way and saying, okay, uh, always our agendas and pre work are going to attach to the invite. And actually, I like that idea because uh, I've often done it the other way, and I'm trying to find what was the email from that person going forward if the documents and the agenda or whatever is attached to the, e the invite, it's really easy for everybody. Cause I go on and I know where it's is and it's the way it's gonna be. So I'm just giving you, I'm pulling the chain a little bit, but. Uh. So Greg and I are having kind of an inside joke here because I sent uh, this script, uh, script outline to him uh, at the last minute. Uh, and I just threw it on the invite and in my defense, it was written 15 minutes before I sent out the invite. So it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it is. But I, and I, and actually, I, but I love that the intention of sending it out ahead of time and the intention of saying, here's where we put it. And I would highly recommend from my experience, put it on the invite as that attachment, because then everybody knows where it is. And it's also easily accessible rather than having to go into that you, you know, we all have the, um, the e e inboxes from hell these days where you have so many. And although there's great search searching capabilities, it's too complicated. Attach it to the invite. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of what we're doing from this point on. So just- Yeah, I don't know. I like the idea. Yeah, Greg and I are working out our issues on air. So that's yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's right. Should we, should we take a couple moments just to have a quick breath? So we're okay. No, okay. Let's continue. Okay. Uh, the next one, if it is obvious that there are people who have been missed, which is the whole point of this episode, stop, bring everyone up to date or reschedule to allow people to prepare and have whatever conversations they need to, yeah. to be good to go. And again, oh man, I'm going to sound like a process uh, guru here. And, and again, we know that's not true. That's for However, sure. <laughs> a simple thing of at every meeting saying, uh, assigning someone to, and what might be the meeting owner, uh, might be somebody else to ensure that whoever is not in this meeting that needs to be informed, uh, make sure you have responsibility to take on and just bring them up to date, not only what's on paper from the meeting notes, but also what's the context and that around. That's so powerful. And, and then it comes, it, it helps eliminate that feeling of being missed. You know, it's like, Hey, uh, Alistair, I, I knew you couldn't make the last meeting. Um, as per our process, I just want to re-loop with you. And it might be a voicemail. I'm sending you the minutes. Key things you need to know that what went on was this, this, and this. If you have any questions, feel free to reach back out to me. Boy, it's a nice little way of helping putting 
a process in place that allows you to uh, reduce the likelihood of mist. Look at you. Look at you sounding like an all-process guy, eh? Well, I'm just excited, really. I, I just got to look for, I, you might have just going to call my wife, Josette, and maybe you could repeat that because uh, uh, she will know that that isn't my uh, innate gift. I'm staying out of your business. Um, <laughs> the, the next one, uh, apologize to people if you miss them. Right. I think it's it's an awesome thing, you know, like, oh, oh okay. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? make sure you're you're on uh, line for the next one uh let me arrange to get you all the material and perhaps you should talk to greg about uh an aspect that i think touches on what you're doing and, and so we can get our you know we can get you up to speed for the next meeting mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and sometimes we get funky right sometimes we can get annoyed if someone is miffed because and you think well they should have known or whatever that type of thing just apologize and say hey sorry about that and give the stuff like right you know it's uh you know, it's it's just a great way of doing it. So as employees, there are a couple of things we can do to assist in this situation. Make sure you have everything you need. I love it that um, I like it when people take a look at their agendas, see if there's anything attached. You know, they've, they've put a bunch of emails about the setup of this meeting in a certain place. They take a look, make sure, okay, do I have everything covered? Have I talked to whoever I need to? Okay, good. Yeah, it shows enthusiasm. It shows interest. It's all good. And make sure you've done all your preliminary work. Uh, it's frustrating sometimes when people knew about the meeting, they had all the stuff and they come and they haven't read the material or they haven't done any of the background work that they needed to do. Uh, and it's just, uh, it, there's no sense having a meeting if we're not all there prepared, good to go. Mm -hmm. And sometimes stuff happens. And if, if it does happen, similar to the earlier point in the managers apologize and said, listen, Folks, I've jammed this week. I really haven't had a chance. I apologize. It won't happen again. Um, can someone give me the top line so that I don't have to slow down the meeting? Or just continue and I will listen. I might not be as contributory as I usually am because I didn't get a chance to do it and going forward. And then try not to make that a habit. Yeah. And the next one, uh, you know, reach out and ask if there's any uh, pre-reading or tasks to be done. I, I love this when uh, people I'm working with, whether they work for me or their colleagues or whatever they are, they reach out and they go, listen, uh, Alistair, uh, I see we're going to be talking about this issue. Uh, is there any background material on this? Uh, I know this issue has been around for a while, so I just wanted to know if there's anything I can pre-read or anything like that. And I love that because then I think, oh, maybe there, yeah, maybe there is a document I should share with the group. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm going to send something around. I just love that discussion. Shows people are keen that they want to come to the meeting. Uh, nobody wants to waste, waste a half hour meeting or an hour meeting, you know, let's get into it. And I just love that people show that initiative sometimes. And, and for me, the person maybe calling the meeting or who has the issue, it makes me think that, hey, um, yeah, maybe I should, there is a little bit of background information I can share with people mm -hmm. that would facilitate the conversation. So yes, thank you. I'm, I'm going to send around something in a couple of minutes. Yeah, I, I love that. I, and I agree, agree. It does kind of uh, uh, nudge me and remind me sometimes of stuff that I forgot. And sometimes I'll also have people that will come and say, listen, I just read an article that uh, I think might be helpful. Uh, would you be interested in me sending it to you and to see if you want to send it out as a part of a pre-read? Well, that says you're engaged. I'm interested as well. So all of those things. Plus, hey, if you got an idea, let me know. Yeah, I really like that. And kind of on the same vein is uh, if you're unfamiliar with the issue or topic, 
reach out to have some useful conversations and uh, you know maybe you're getting invited cold to a meeting and there's an issue and maybe you know you can see why you're being invited but you really have no context or you don't have any background you know just reaching out and having a conversation with maybe some of the people some of the other people coming to the meeting that that might help uh, get you prepared to go. Yeah. And I mean, just a quick call to your point and say, you know what, listen, I want to make sure that I can fully contribute to the conversation. I saw the pre-read. Is there anything else that you'd suggest, because I'm new to this team, uh, that I that you would suggest that I either a person I reach out to or something that I would read so that I can more fully uh, contribute? Oh, man, someone someone asked that. I would I would say, boy, I'd be impressed. And it does equip them to more be open to contribute. Yeah, and sometimes uh, I might have a meeting with, with somebody that I've never spoken to before. And I might know somebody that knows them or is in the general area. And I might just go in and drop in on them and say, hey, listen, I have a meeting with Greg and uh, I don't know Greg or anything like that. And uh, uh, can you give me some context of, of Greg, how long he's been here and stuff? And, and maybe, uh, you know, just help me uh, understand who he is so that uh, when I get in there, uh, we, we can just have a great conversation. Uh, and I, I would hope that people would do that as well with me if they don't know me. And sometimes, you know, using your, your contacts to say, okay, yeah, who's this Greg guy? What's the deal with him? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's his background. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, great. That, that gives me a lot more context so that when I go into the conversation, you're not a total stranger. Yeah. You know what I love too, is when we divide up, you know, what manager can do and what the employee do, sometimes they bubble up things that could flip back. So the one thing, as we're saying, this one is that as a manager who's leading a, ma a meeting, if there is someone new, what can you do to help um, accelerate their ability to contribute in the meeting. So as we're saying, this person asked, uh, proactively saying, hey, Alistair, I know you're new joining the team. Um, in addition to the pre-work that we sent, here's a couple things that I'd suggest you do. Reach out to Mary, because she's really solid on here and she'll be able to provide you this, this, and this. Also, probably good to talk to Brent, because Brent has this thing too, and going forward and do that. It may help you to be uh, more fully up to speed at what we're doing and then to be able to contribute your uh, fresh perspective and even set it up that they're, uh, you know, we're looking forward to you bringing your new view. Even if you're new to the team, you can probably bring a perspective and a view just because it's a fresh set of eyes to see where we're at. So really not only help them be more equipped to show up more effectively, but almost kind of create the space where we want them to contribute. Yeah, that's awesome. I agree. That, that takes just that extra step. Mm -hmm. And if you have been missed, uh, speak up. Uh, you know, things flow quickly sometimes. Sometimes it's a, a, a very fluid situation. And, uh, you know, there's some personalities that just like to go. And that might mean that you need to stand up and say, yeah, listen, uh, I'm, part of, <laughs> I'm part of the discussion about this, but I'm not on the email chain. So could somebody put my name on that so that uh, I can catch up and, and uh, contribute? I know, you know my section is going to have a fair bit to do with this. So uh, whoever is, you know, got the pen on this, if you could throw my name down there, please. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, with this one, assume good intent. If someone misses, if, if this is the third time after you've raised it, that you're, you're missed, uh, then you may need to have to have a more courageous conversation with the individual 
or or uh, that. And I know in past um, podcasts we've talked about different uh, techniques. Uh, you know, the situation impact uh, behavior questions, those kinds of things. CBIQ, I think it is uh, situation behavior impact questions. There's lots of models if you have to have that conversation, but assume good intentions. Sometimes we mess up, uh, but but also speak up uh, when that's happened, which I think is important. That's cool. So this has been a good talk. This is one of these things where uh, it's one of the, uh, it's not a dark and sinister type of topic, but especially with COVID-19 and us all working remotely and uh, not having that in-person contact and those um, uh, visual clues. Um, it's been good. So do you have any uh, final comments, Greg? Yeah. So my thinking is, first of all, is the intention here is what we all want to have is the most productive, informed, effective um, communications and project management, whatever you call it. And so in order to do that, uh, it is it is most important that people have the information that they require to fully show up and contribute to those conversations. So uh, for me, almost follows a similar model. First of all, be plan ahead and figure out what you're going to do, how you're going to do it to ensure that's delivered. So if it is about, you know, same places that you're going to put the pre-read, if it's about... Um, uh, assigning an accountability partner to follow up those people that aren't there. If it is helping to set up new people as they come forward. And then what's the role of the participant? If they miss, they need to reach out and connect. So having those things lined up, it's almost our shared behaviors that we're going to move forward and our shared processes. And, and then the last thing would be, and forgive when it doesn't happen, because sometimes it won't happen. Um, and if it continues to happen, then address it fairly quickly um, because you want those behaviors, those patterns, those ways to continue because, boy, save so much time and, and it will reduce the earlier discussion we had around being disconnected, feeling not involved and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think for me, uh, you know, some of the points in our discussion today Actually, there's two that I, I think uh, really resonate with me. And the first one is because we're in a very unique situation right now that uh, when we're at that point where we're going to uh, send out an invite or arrange for a teleconference or a Zoom call or whatever it is, that we take a couple extra moments and, and realize that we are very disjointed right now. And even with access to all these communication uh, streams, just taking a, an extra couple moments to go, okay, take a breath here. Do I have everybody in mind? And do I have everything attached to this email and, and you know, invite or whatever it is? And maybe it's like, oh, I've got maybe too much stuff here. And, and so those types of being very thoughtful ahead of time before you hit the send button, uh, probably is warranted in this type of situation where you don't have all those visual clues and you don't see people and and, and that type of thing. And I, I think the last part, you know, what you talked about, uh, I think we need to show a lot of grace, whether you're the person missing people or you're the missed, um, we have to give each other the benefit of the doubt. And unless it's like you said, uh, uh, you know, three, four, five times that this has happened, this is just the way it goes. You're gonna forget somebody and 
part of navigating this time that we're in is, is showing a lot of grace to each other and, and being supportive and, and jumping in and, and not taking a slight or thinking people are doing this on purpose. Uh, chances are they're not. Uh, we're all overwhelmed. Uh, you know, there's so much of the communication is coming in by text and emails or whatever, Slack, whatever you're using. So those are kind of the two points that are, are jumping out at me today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. So uh, we hope uh, some of what we've spoken about you find helpful. We hope that you didn't find anything we spoke of offensive or made you angry. But uh, Greg, uh, your philosophy, I don't know if we've heard it for a couple of weeks. So I think we need to do uh, another recap on that. Hey, yeah, that's great. Yeah, uh, I, we end each of our podcasts with uh, a great learning that I got from an early coach and something that I, I uh, try to uh, provide in my coaching uh, sessions with my clients. And that is... The best coaching sessions that I had are ones in which I, uh, I, I had some joy, some happy feelings, as well as sometimes some churn and some peeved feelings. The joy and happy is when, you know, I sense I'm making traction. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm against my goals to enhance myself as a leader, as a person contributing to the world. But equally... I found that when I got peeved, you know, when you get that churn inside, you hear something that maybe I didn't do as well or something I disagree with. It's just sitting with it a little bit and looking at it and thinking about it and then choosing what to do with it. Those things are sometimes equally uh, as valuable. So we always hope that in here, you may have heard some things that uh, give you some joy saying, yeah, you know, I'm doing that. I've done that. Or maybe a little bit of peeve and churn that says, hmm. I don't think I agree with that, but let me think about it. Or, ooh, I'm not doing that, and I need to do more of that. Everything's okay. Just just choose what to do and move ahead. I'd really like that tension. I think it's uh, very helpful in us uh, taking a look at how we do things and 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 how we deal with people. Mm -hmm. So remember, people matter. Take the time with the people you work with. They are an important part of your job, your success, or your failure. Talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>